Welcome, 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 welcome to Socially Sensitive Podcast. This is Socially Solo, episode number 26. Today is Friday, August 26, 2022. Um, today's National Days. You know, they say that every dog has its day. Uh, today's that day. It's International Dog Day. So uh, give your dog a hug. Um, today's also National Cherry Popsicle Day. Day is also National Women's Equality Day. Um, I guess everyone forgot to tell Andrew Tate about that one. Oh, it's the 102nd anniversary today that uh, the United States Congress passed the 19th Amendment um, to the Constitution, granting women, you know, full and equal voting rights. Bitcoin is at $21,195, and that's down about a yeah, percent and a half from yesterday. Going through Twitter this morning, looking at some things. <clears throat> I always pull up and look at, see what's trending. And notice that uh, three of the top five trending on Twitter today um, is hashtag Friday morning, um, hashtag Friday feeling, and hashtag finally Friday. I guess everybody is uh, looking forward to it being Friday. Glad it's Friday. They are living for the weekends. So anyone who's listened to Gary V, you know, knows his thoughts on Fridays. Not the day itself, I guess, but the amount of people that celebrate the end of the week. Like the, the weekend is their escape from reality. And he always says, if you genuinely celebrate Friday coming, you need to rethink the game. You need to rethink life says the thought is that so many people's work lives will be disproportionate in percentage of how they live and it can be uh, a little saddening he says if uh, friday can't be your best day of the week because if it is you've already lost and you need to figure out how to fix that uh, whether it's a side hustle from 7 p.m to midnight or networking from 7 to 9 p.m at night figuring out other job opportunities you know, whatever it is. I mean, sometimes you have to take maybe a financial step backwards to take a different job that you love, that you can maybe grow into. But he says, don't waste the next 20 or 30 years of your life, you know, allocating like 50, 60% of your time to doing something that you genuinely hate. You know, everyone, anyone who ever did anything, they had to start. So, and most people don't start with this big, massive, grand vision. They start with an idea, an action. They they do something, but the key is to just do, start, you know. Like Nike says, just do it. The truth is, in today's world, you don't need much. You know, the cost of being an artist, starting a business, or connecting with somebody is pretty much zero. You know, as long as you've got a smartphone and access to the internet, you can do anything. Anything's possible. But if you want it, you have to set that goal in your life where you want to be. But if you want it, you know, your actions have to to match. Don't have dinner at 7 o'clock and drink two beers. And, you know, don't watch entire seasons of TV shows every night. Don't spend hours just scrolling through TikTok. Especially not if you have a goal. Now, if if you're happy and you're content in your life... By all means, stick with it. None of this is for you. But if if you're 
you're not happy and that Friday coming, look at what are you doing on the weekends? You know, if you're, you're working Monday through Friday to pay for those weekends, figure out how doing what you do on the weekends can pay for your life. Because in today's society, you can pretty much because of the size of the internet and the, the, the vast amount of people that are on this planet that are your audience, your potential customers, your potential, you know, whatever you can, you can figure out how to monetize almost everything. Now you just have to be a little creative with it. Um, so if you're not happy and content, figure it out what you want to do then figure out how to monetize it. You know, just work towards your best life, whatever that means for you. Work towards it. Um, we've got one other story is, uh, you know, everybody's seen that, uh, Joe Rogan and Mark Zuckerberg. Well, I keep saying everybody's seen it. Um, it's not actually as big a story as I would think on Twitter. You know, Mark Zuckerberg was on Rogan. They sat down for yeah close to three hours and they talked about, you know, everything from, uh, the metaverse to Zuckerberg's life to, the big part that everybody is pulling from that interview is uh, a comment that uh, they talked about when they got into discussing uh, um, censorship and the election and stuff like that. But here's Joe's question to him. A big news item that's controversial. Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New yeah, York we Post. Yeah, we too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well. So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI. I think basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team, and was like, "Hey." Um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have. Um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being, um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. So when um, you say the distribution is decreased, in, it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It basically the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely by what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. But I mean, but basically, a um, a lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a hyper-political issue, so depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much, but right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still 
view as a legitimate institution in this country. It's a very professional law enforcement. They come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, no, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was. It basically fit the pattern. That's uh, the biggest portion that most people are pulling from their interview today that they're discussing. But we already knew that uh, the White House worked with social media companies, with Facebook, with these other companies, to help. Well, they consider it help. I consider it censoring, especially if the government is involved with... Uh, helping or dictating to the uh, social media companies what is possible misinformation or uh, what to or not to allow. Here's, here's a clip of back when Jen Psaki mentioned that. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. The whole problem I have with that, that the White House is flagging problematic posts for Facebook that spread disinformation. First of all, who is the uh, arbiter or determiner of disinformation? Because six months ago, there were a lot of things that if you said them on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, that would get you pulled. If you mentioned how ineffective the use of masks were for COVID or how the, uh, if it was possible to have been vaccinated and still get COVID. If you ever mentioned that in the past, that was considered disinformation. They said, no, if you are vaccinated, you cannot get COVID. And they would pull your, your posts and your account. Um, but now it's just accepted common fact because so much changes and it changes so quickly the fact that we're limiting what people can and cannot say my only question is who is going to be determining what they can or cannot say and everybody always says well it's a private company yeah but this is a private company that is taking direction from the government she said the white house is flagging the post for facebook so they're putting their two cents in. You take that for what you want. Thanks for listening. If this is your first time, go ahead and subscribe to the show. You know, so you can continue to hear every episode that we continue to put out. We want you to keep coming back. We want to share information with you. We'd love to hear from you. So while you're there, leave us a comment and a review. You can do that wherever you listen. Yeah, let us know what you think. We would love to have this to be a back-and-forth conversation. So you can find us on uh, all the social platforms at Socially Sensitive. Um, on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and then everywhere you listen to the podcast. Remember, we release the full podcast weekly, and then we, we, we release these the Socially Solo episodes every morning. So, But we hope you enjoyed this episode. And have an amazing rest of your day. See you tomorrow. Bye. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog.
If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.